for watching. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dark Talk. It's your boy here, Tom, and in the studio today we have Tim, Connor, and now it's your turn, Eric. And out on the road, your boy Eric, coming to you live. And today we're going to be interviewing uh, Brian from Dart Zone, so we're going to hop right into that. All right, guys, we are here with Brian. Is it Studevent? Uh, Sturdevent. Sturdevent from Primetime Toys, also known as Dart Zone. Uh, and he's going to give us some inside scoop on the uh, Dart Zone Pro that everybody's all excited about. So thank you for being on with us, Brian. Thank you for the invite. I'm glad to, to discuss a little bit about the Dart Zone Pro and just give uh, answer any questions you guys may have. Because I think it's uh, we have definitely seen the uh, reaction to the community be strong and positive. So I feel like we are doing some things right and uh, hope to give you some more information about uh, where we think we can take this uh, this pro series. Sounds great. So, you know, it, it was kind of teased at End War. Now, you were at End War, correct? Yes, I, I, I was there uh, with uh, uh, another member of our team, uh, Mallory Martin. And, you know, we um, our first trip to End War was in 2017 when it was up in Akron or Athens, Ohio. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we were... Uh, very focused on always trying to make sure that when we're trying to come back, trying to be an up-and-coming brand that uh, that makes uh, dart blasters and uh, ball blasters, that we just kind of know what kind of uh, uh, cult, what kind of you know, you know, culture or personalities are involved in the, in, in in the hobby, and get feedback where we can. So participating in those events has been very uh, been very refreshing and been very fun. So. Um, we didn't get to come in 2018, but we're back with 2019, and the timing was right to debut what we're gonna what we're gonna bring out in July, which was Dart Zone Pro. Fantastic! Yeah, we, I was happy to see you. I, I remember speaking with you for a little bit uh, in 2017. That was right when the uh, ballistic ops uh, that's correct blaster yes. was first coming out, and I remember Connor, who owns the Detroit Dart Club, was really excited for that because it seemed like it was going to be a, uh, a good um, uh, blaster fit for, for his business. And you used them for a while. We did, yeah. Um, and I think the only reason you kind of steered away was because of the magazine thing. Uh, they were just um, slightly harder to prime. They had a lot of a lot power of to them. To it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just um, a couple of jams every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, like... For like the community, like they were really into yeah. it. I mean, it was powerful. It performed really well. And, and that's one of the things I love about Dart Zone is is they tend to perform better out of the box than than Hasbro's stuff or the or the other brands. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's uh, there's several there's several of us out there, and I think that um, going back to our um, our original blasters that we developed, uh, we you know, our first blaster hit the market in 2010, I believe it was the uh, Punisher, uh, which was a Toys R Us. Uh, Private uh, private brand under the Airzone brand, so it was a you know, motorized Gatling blaster that was uh, still big and, and bulky, and I think even uh, uh, Captain Xavier has used it at times in his you know original you know his original uh, yeah, I videos. Yeah. So so one of the things we're we're thinking about as our as as, we, as a brand is we want to make sure that we have always had to we've always had to overachieve to uh, make sure that our products were going to stand out um, because we did not have 
the uh, the brand recognition. Um, but over time, I think through the quality of the products that we've delivered to the market and the consistency in which we kind of bring out new stuff uh, over time, I think it's starting to pay off. And I think that people um, um, are very uh, are very happy when they buy a Darzon Blaster because they're going to get um, equal performance from a uh, from Elite Blaster or something else out there, but you know they're going to have a lot more uh, uh, pocket change too because yeah. we're not necessarily always asking you to spend top dollar. Right, absolutely. Uh, I, I think one of the uh, the best, most effective blasters I've seen in the humans versus zombies arena is the uh, the Magnum Super Drum. I mean, forty darts for in such a small package is great. You know, especially in 2017, I specifically remember using that one. Um, because the entire city of Athens was in play. So, like, when we went out to eat at lunchtime or whatever, we still had to have uh, protection from the zombies. And the the, the Super Drum, or the Magnum, is a great blaster for that because you have a huge capacity in a small package. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I think that item uh, was, um, you know, just one of those things where we were always looking to try to do high-capacity blasters and try to get it into a $20 price point. Uh, and so we think about blasters in, in a little bit different ways and then say maybe some members of the community is that we're always trying to make sure, you know, what do you got to do to hit a particular retail? And uh, that one just hit the mark. And I think it has that's a, and it's a testament to the fact that it's still on the shelves and still doing very, very well. It's just because it fits a need and nobody really has been able to duplicate yeah. that since. Uh, it's a great one. But uh, so now you're, you're kind of stepping more exclusively into the enthusiast arena with the dart zone pro um how how did that decision kind of come about to uh to take that leap because you know while we're a very passionate community we tend to be a a a smaller one in terms of um our footprint in you know uh retail so it's not something that other industry you know other companies within the the toy industry have shown any interest in and we're we're thrilled that an you know a, a toy producer that has a footprint on store shelves is now giving us some prime spotlight so to speak how how did that decision come about i think it's a natural evolution of of, of realizing what is the next uh, benchmark of uh, dart blasting and we wanted to and we had um, you know when we were focusing on getting uh, adding space and getting more uh, space at retail you know we didn't necessarily have the capacity in our design to you know do a special project like this the one that was is is equivalent to like a you know maybe be like a dart zone kickstarter campaign in a sense it's it's we it's a limited edition it's des- it's designed just like any other blaster that we um, bring to the mar- the market. That's going to be on a Walmart or Target shelf. Uh, it goes through the same design process, the same testing, the same manufacturing. And for us, it was is a we th- we knew that we could do this. We could deliver this type of performance, and we wanted to make sure that we were first to market. At the same time, being first to market, um, we knew that there uh, to do so. We, it made sense to bring it out on our um, our own website for direct to sales to the consumer, um, and it's you know what, and I think it's been a good uh, it's it's been a good introduction. It's allowed us to get to the market faster than you know going through normal uh, retailer channels, 
and uh, we're you know we're hoping that uh, you know we will uh, be working on MK2 and MK3 for 2020 uh, very soon as well. So, gotcha. And so, are you happy with how that the campaign for the Mark One is uh, is going so far? I checked just before we hopped on with you, and it looks like you've sold. You're like we're around the 490 reserved mark. Yeah, I think I think that we have in the first two weeks of our campaign, we have received uh, uh, close to uh, half of our our commitment, and uh, and I think that is uh, as is as as it is is ex- above ex- expectations. But at the same time, we we know that we've got the product is going to be delivered to the consumer uh, sometime the first of August. That uh, we will uh, we're very confident that we'll be able to meet. It will be completely sold out by the time the first shipment goes out to the consumer, just based on what we're seeing uh, from uh, daily uh, feedback and interaction. So, it's um, and I want I think that's exact I think that's exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to make sure that we uh, we were get we were giving somebody some uh, a collector's edition, so to speak, but also give people a chance to test it, give us feedback, and then that will guide us a little bit more based on listening to the audience of what we want to do for the next series of Blasters. And I think all of this comes down to is that we um, we know that we that this is within our wheelhouse. We've actually gone as far as to build a Pro Series Dart that has its own uh, special unique features to work with higher, higher pressured uh, springers. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a of a love letter to the to the to the community, but also it gives us a chance to flex our muscle and show you that we're capable. Of. Yeah, and I'm excited to to talk about those darts in a minute. Um, you mentioned specifically a Mark II and a Mark III. Now, will those that will those blasters like be revisions of the Mark One, or do you have different designs already in mind that the Mark II and Mark III will? will be you know so like the mark one is going to be a front pump prime blaster is the mark two going to be flywheels or is the mark you know it, it, do you is it going to be like completely different blasters or i think that the uh the essence of pro series is that everything should be should be um, um a new custom blaster so it's not going to be uh, like a reskin i think that's basically something that we um haven't done in the past so I think it's not in our uh, it's not in our DNA, so to speak. Uh, so it, it it's it's a little it's a little bit of a work in progress. We 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 are talking about the 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 next steps very soon, and uh, you know we'll be it, we'll do similar um, you know previews of it when we're ready, um, uh, you know early to uh, to people who who uh, have followed us and who are basically. You know, fans of us. So we want to make sure that we build the content, we share the content with our audience, and that, you know that we we can keep uh, building that brand loyalty. Gotcha. Now, um, the Mark One is being touted as a collector's edition. Will there at some point be a non-collector's edition version? There will not be a non-collector's edition of that in uh, 2019, or probably 2000. 20. I do think that, that we we um, we wanted to make sure that the blaster itself uh, was for people who are wanting to, to purchase the blaster and and be kind of a uh, 
part of our our, our founder series of, pro, of the Dart Zone Pro, that we want to make sure that they uh, they have uh, they have that uh, that notoriety. And I do you know it doesn't mean that something can never say never, but that's not in our that's not in our immediate plans. And I think it would be fair to those who are putting out uh, uh, $179 retail. We do know that it's a it's a higher price commitment, but we're trying to make sure that the value and the uh, the, cap- the the all the accessories that go with it are more than um, meet consumers' expectations. Gotcha. Oh, that makes sense. I'm, I'm looking forward to see uh, what the Mark II and the Mark III have to hold because uh, I'm I'm one of those guys that likes to to collect. So, um, so well, the toy industry is always built on collections, and, and like you know, everybody can make a collection. And I think it's just something that for us that we haven't had a chance to do, and I think it's something that we're going to uh, test out, um, you know, at this time in the uh, Pro Series line. Gotcha. Um, you, you alluded to the darts a little bit, and I, I want to get into that because uh, one of our community's absolute favorite darts right now, especially for flywheel blasters, is the, um, I, I think under the darts own label, they're called Sure Shot, but uh, everybody mm-hmm. seems to refer to them as the Adventure Force Waffles. Um, and they are just a, a top-notch bla- uh, dart. Um, the, the foam is good quality. The, the heads are glued onto the foam extremely well, and they tend to, to be very accurate and very durable. So to see a new high-performance uh, dart and, and offered in a half-length uh, version uh, was extremely exciting to me. Um, so I mean, can you talk a little bit about the dart and how that design process yeah i mean um we learned a lot you know uh developing our uh our sure shot and our waffle tip dart uh about you know reliability and what would make the blaster what the make the dart uh uh, fly accurate and uh we just you know knowing that uh, you you know to to generate something that works well in a, a an aluminum barrel or a metal tube um we needed to uh, go back to the drawing board and build something that was going to be optimum for that um, uh, that mechanism, and uh, that's what we have done with the uh, Dart Zone Pro Dart. Uh, it's got special uh, heat embossment on the foam to help with its structural integrity, so that when you uh, put it under the higher pressure, that it's going to perform more reliably and you know reduce drag. When you get reduced drag, you get better accuracy, you get better distance. So. You know, it's, again, it's just um, us basically knowing that we can do something better, and you know that was that was that's the uh, the focus. Wow. So when you say heat embossed, uh, do you mean like the the outer surface of the dart is stiffer? No, it actually does have some ridges. So basically, okay. uh, you know, you're gonna you, when you see the dart in your hand, you'll see that the there are some kind of like uh, staggered ridges on the on the foam, uh, and that helps. Uh, that is, you know, part of our unique. Uh, um, design it's a part of our patent pending design and that's uh you know you know even our waffle tip darts are also pa- uh, uh, patented so one of the things we believe about with doing dart zone from day one is that if we're is that we want to make sure that we develop stuff that's unique and that we own it we own the intellectual property to it so that helps um may give us a, a leg up from um, other competitors absolutely um so, and now the head, it looked like, now the head is glued on. It looks like just as well as the, um, um, ed, the sure shot the, the waffle tips mm-hmm. that I was talking about, um, which is exciting because the other 
uh, go-to high-performance short dart um, is notoriously poor glue. So we're excited about that. And then it looks like it's it's a solid tip, but it has a uh, hollow, um, like a, a board, board spot through it to help with cushion. Is that right? Well, I think that the, it's consistent with other darts. So it, it's it's um, I can't say that it's completely hollow, um, but it or, or or solid. Sorry, the other way around. But it's um, it's more it's it's got a it's got a taper it's got a tapered uh, um, um, top or t- uh, cap, and you know that just helps um, it work more reliably. So it, I think I think you know when we go back to our original darts that we developed, um, we they were called super darts, and we were the first blaster outside our, our Hasbro to uh, consistently reach 70 feet of distance. And then we have uh, built the SureShot darts that are reliable and that are universal, uh, and they go up to up to 100 feet. You know, we just knew that we're going to need to do something different and better, and that's what got us going towards this pro dart. So. It you know it's going to be the pro the pro series dart will be available uh, this year for uh, refills and on our site as well and those will be um, hopefully be out uh, in November. So I'm definitely looking forward to, to trying those and see how they perform in both my Dart Zone Pro and and other blasters like my Caliburn and my FDL because those are those are my current go tos right now. I'm I'm very excited to have a, a non 3D printed blaster. Um, that, that I can use for like competitive and whatnot. Um, you just want to be able to play in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Several of our friends have. Far here. Yeah. That's the other concern. So. Yeah. Several of our friends have have melted 3D printed blasters recently. So that's yeah, always on, in our minds. Um, so let me get into a little bit more of the nitty gritty of the blaster itself. So um, now you're the creative director there at primetime toys now was it a team that came up with the design or was it one person and then you guys kind of went through um you know testing and revisions and whatnot or how how did the design process for this blaster work our design process has go ahead sorry no i go ahead oh uh our design team um is uh is a small team we're in house and um I mean, basically the same team that designs all of our Dart Zone Blasters is the one to design this one. And by, you know, being um, kind of the creator director position that, uh, for primetime, we just make sure that we um, we plan, we, we make sure that when we start something, we can make sure that we can finish it. So we uh, put it, we put this um, under our to-do list and our agenda back in the fall of 2018, and uh, we were able to fast-track it and get it to uh, a stage where we could actually feel confident to release it and debut it. And, for example, all of the um, the teaser videos that were part of our original campaign um, that started in the middle of June, those were all sh- uh, sh- uh, filmed and recorded with the first prototype. So um, the, the actual video itself, the one that's on the website now and which shows uh, shooting up to 150 feet. That is actually with the uh, a pre-production unit. So, you know that's uh, you know that's not that's not an easy task to do is to take something from um, from a concept and to first shipment in less than nine months. That's a hard thing to do, and we're hoping to be able to do it more and more. So, 
that's fantastic. Yeah, because the thing is, you guys have shown that it is possible to do with your uh, with your brand. So, who knows how quickly you guys can get them out? Maybe uh, two days. Mm-hmm. 20, 24 hours. Yeah, two day shipping is something that I don't think that would be uh, uh, in our in, in our cards for uh, development. But definitely, I think there's only there's there's a there's a there's a f- amount of time and there's just about a about a minimum amount of uh, physics of when it comes to doing tooling that that you can't get around. But uh, if we uh, if there's a demand and there's an interest, we definitely will. Uh, uh, ramp up our uh, capability and our capacity. So, so I, I do have a question. This might this, I don't actually remember if this is on your list, but how many prototypes do you usually go through for a blaster? Like you can, you can, either, you can base it off I, the DZ or whatever you want. I just I'm curious. I think, I think you're safely saying you're doing two or three at least. Um, and um, now, do I? Does everybody get to see all all those versions? No, but. Uh, there's definitely two or three, and you know it's just part of the pro. Anything anybody who's been around the toy industry is that you think you can design a computer, you can see things on your screen, you think it looks great until you touch it and put it in your hands. Do you really not get a sense of like, hey, this thing doesn't really look right? And uh, you know, we, um, you know, we, you know, we we can never forget that we're still a toy company, and it's really much a. A, also, at the same time, it's just a fashion a fashion business or a fashion industry, but dealing with toys, and you need to make sure it's fun. And you got to, and if you don't pick somebody, pick up the product and kind of put a smile on their face the first time they see it. Depend upon the audience, you you know you may not you may not done your homework. So I think it's I I don't want to I I don't think everyone to like uh, take it for granted that we're just we're trying to make people have fun, you know. One thing I do appreciate is, you know, I've picked up Nerf blasters and they'll be uncomfortable in hand. I, I'm trying, I'm honestly trying to think of one a dart gun blaster I picked up that didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I, well, we appreciate I, it. I that's can't a, think of one, yeah. and I'm, I'm not saying that to you. Like, Sugar, I legitimately cannot think of one off the top of my head. And their handles are always, uh, and they, they always fit my hands. Uh, sized appropriately yeah. for granted, the older players. Granted, which we, is nice. we have smaller hands, but still, yeah. like they fit our hands pretty comfortably. Yeah. Well, I think that is something we've learned from the beginning is that um, you know most of the you know you, there's a fine there's a fine line. You want to be able to make sure that it's user friendly for all for all ages that are that that uh, the blaster is targeted for. So you know you get um, if you keep doing it long enough, like we have, we've been able to kind of find a sweet spot. And if it's not um, if it's not uh, broke, don't try to fix it. Some of the things that we also try to make sure that we focus on. So. Don't keep. Don't make it too complicated. Absolutely. So you talked about the processes that like your blasters go through. What's been your favorite? Like personally, personal question. What's your favorite blaster that you've come out with? Well, I have shared this before. Um, you know, I think you got to. I think you got to be. It's all in context. But, you know, the one that's most unique, and I think it was ahead of its time. I've shared it before. Is the Power Strike Forty Eight mm-hmm. blaster. Um, it's a personal just, favorite of mine. Just because it's a, it was big. It was, it was, it was a flywheel blaster. Also, kind of a pump action blaster. And you know, before the mag, before the Magnum, you know, delivering forty eight darts was a, was a was a was not easily done. And that's something I think is just cool. Um, but I also, I'm, I'm also very fond to our Gatling blasters and our belt blasters, which were. Which is just which are kind of what people um, uh, have been very responsive to and very supportive of 
because um, you don't you, you really don't get a lot of motorized blasters for under thirty dollar retail, and that's one of the things we've been able to do um, consistently. So, so Brian, both me and Tim own Power Strike forty eights, like yeah. complete Power Strike. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. I have, I have one or two here that are left in in the box, but they are uh, in the back of our storage. So. Our uh, our fourth member, Eric, who couldn't be on with us today. Uh, has one as well and it's actually a pet project of his that he's kind of working on for us he's designed a a flywheel cage um, for the modern or the current like motors and flywheels that our our hobby is using yeah and he's also designed a 3d printed stock that will hold a lipo battery so we're supercharged power yeah we're we're slowly but surely the the next step that we want to do is try to uh, redesign the internal pusher mechanism so that it will be uh, spaced properly for the half-length darts. Because then okay. it'll, I think it'll hold, uh, we figured out, 72, which is just an insane Jeez. amount of darts to take onto a field without having to reload. Is that that red blaster? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it's cool. it's definitely a favorite in our club. So there's a, there's yeah, a soft spot. Yeah, you can Google it. Uh, and, and still there's, there's still photos out there. Um, I think the... Uh, uh, you, I can I can show I can throw a little shade at uh, Toys R Us now that they are yeah. resting <laughs> rest in peace was yeah. that they they didn't they did not do justice with that retail package when we debuted it they put a, a younger uh, kid on the package and uh, you know we uh, so it, ha- it only had a one year run but I do think that uh, that there's an appetite to do something similar like that in the future if we uh, uh, put our he- put our heads to it I, so. I would love to see a new version of that that was spaced properly for modern darts, you know, the modern dart length, either half length or full length. And I think our community would eat it up. Uh, absolutely. How much did that retail for? It looked like a premium blaster. It's a, it's a good size blaster. Uh, I, I don't think know. it was a right around uh, somewhere between 49 and $59 retail. That's fair. That's about right. That's very, very now, what, what do you think Nerf would have sold it for? Uh, 80 yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, 80. I'll i'll take the fifth i don't want to do a reskin every year and you know th- there's a good uh, suggestion for the dart zone uh, mark ii or dart zone pro mark ii uh, yes i uh, think I, I i you know and that's a that's a mechanism that we still own um a, a patent too so we definitely have uh, uh kept uh kept keep keep that on the the drawing room table just for consideration time to time so well, I, I know that it's a, a favorite in in many enthusiasts hearts so I, I i don't think i've heard a bad thing about it never uh the, the pusher mechanism is is solid i've i haven't actually like looked at mine at all i've never when you're using the right length darts it doesn't jam really yeah interesting the, all the jams that i've ever had is because i was trying to use the wrong length dart <laughs> All right, we we've waxed poetic about the Power Strike Forty Eight for. Uh, I'm, 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 I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. so. um, but we'll we'll move back over to the Dart Zone Pro, which is what I'm sure most of our listeners are here uh, to hear about. So, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the um, the internals and whatnot. So, first of all, you came out of the gates touting 150 fps which is unheard of for a black a blaster out of the box how, how did you guys come to that number uh is that the number you were shooting for uh from the beginning or was it more of a process of okay this is what it's feasible for our production run to put into the blaster where is that going to get us and then tweaked from there you know it's actually um i think it's a little bit of both i think for us it's just um 
we wanted to uh, we wanted to, we wanted to make sure that we uh, um, delivered something that people still that uh, didn't necessarily intimidate anybody so much when it, when it was sh when you shoot it. That's the one thing about it is that when you get to hire FPS blasters um, and you enter into you know the the paintball area, you know high FPS people just don't you know we want we want to be friendly and and, and safe and fun. And um, that's one way. But I mean, the FPS, 100 F, 150 FPS, felt uh, uh, it felt like the uh, the right benchmark. So it doesn't mean that we're going to stay there uh, forever. Um, but it felt like that was enough of a of a jump for us to uh, claim pro level performance. So it's nothing to to sneeze at, you know. Um, HVZ is usually around 130. You know, when you get to 150, people start calling that uh, on the lower ends of ultra stock. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> there were many blasters at the um, Foam Pro Tour that were hitting around 150 and keeping up with the blasters that were tuned all the way up to the max. So um, when you're in that range, it isn't always about tweaking it to get the, the highest number. It, at that point, as long as you're getting a decent performance level, which 150 is, um, then it then it becomes about skill of the player. So I, I think that's a great you know starting benchmark. Um, building on that though, obviously our, our hobby is uh, the, the people in our hobby are are tinkerers and modifiers at heart. I think that's kind of where you know the community you know really grew out of. Does Dart Zone or does Primetime Toys intend to have um, different internals that they'll be offering later on for for community to purchase and and put into the mark one well i think that i think that it's something that we haven't um um we want to i think that's part of the community's uh, strength right now is that they are they're able to support the uh uh the aftermarket accessories very well uh and i think for us it's we, you know we we're kind of like the, the we want to be the go-to form factor basically the standard blaster that people will uh, we will, who, who still want to customize their blaster um, have a chance to do so. So I think that's more of our focus. Um, does, it doesn't. Um, I would say that we also do not. We do, we would definitely need to understand a lot more of people's expectations um, to uh, to be able to do it uh, the way we want to do it and do it uh, do it right. So uh, I think we'll. I think we'll. I think there's a way for us to to uh, coexist with the. Um, uh, the hobbyist communities and its, you know, um, components of 3D market, 3D printed parts and other accessories, and long as they're compatible and work well with our blaster, I think we'll be fine. That's fair enough. And <clears throat> but that being said, um, and you may not know, but are the internals in the Dart Zone Pro Mark One are, are they comparable to any other blasters that are on the market right now? Are, are like, is there anything being made for current blasters that will work in the market? Mark one, do you? I, you may not even know. I, I would say that I would say I do not know how to. I do not know that like anything specifically that like is uh, designed to to be dropped in. But I do think when we when we were designing it, we we did make sure that you know uh, it was an easy blaster to if you wanted to open up and play around with. It, we wanted to make sure that we gave you the uh, the, the, the the to room to tinker with it, uh, and I think that's. Um, you know, we didn't build something that was so small and so compact in the insides that uh, it only could work with our our mechanism. And now we're 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 a toy company, and we don't necessarily always, you know, um, 
recommend modifications even to our products, but we know that it's done. And uh, but I think our focus has always been dealing, you know, wanting to to provide this. And this is where the this is where the Dark Zone Pro I think has a has a bigger reach and a bigger audience. Maybe so you can get more people into the hobby. Is that not everybody has the skill sets to modify a blaster? So we or people who are wanting to customize something. We provide them that salute that 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 go to solution that they can get that level of performance right out of the box. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, speaking of customizing, it, will there be different accessories available down the road? You know, different grips, yeah, different. I stocks? think it's natural. I think it's natural growth of the of the item. Um, I think you know for for our our plans, it's it's additional plans this year for. Uh, Additional magazines to be sold separately, but um, and but the but the blaster itself it's 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 it is it's designed for it to be the uh, the star. So uh, we're hoping that uh, we'll uh, we'll see a lot of people uh, early October getting a chance to um, show off their goods. So yeah, I can't wait to get it in hand and, and see what I can do. Um, how about replacement parts though? If if something fails, you know, if if something breaks, is is replacement parts going to be available? We do have uh, a replacement O-ring in, inside the blaster, so that it, if it uh, does uh, uh, wear out, and I think that's one of the things where it's a kind of a wait and see. But we do have a thirty day return policy in place um, for the blaster upon its receipt. But we think that we we we're very good at we're very good at. Um, Building quality blaster, so we're th- so we think that you know we we want it to basically last for a long time, and doesn't and we don't we don't anticipate it uh, um, needing uh, a bunch of replacement parts because that's just not who it's not who we are. But we understand, you know, and customer service is our focus. So if uh, if people like I say, if anybody ever has a question, anything small, medium, or large, just reach us at DartZone uh, at PrimetimeToys.com, and we'll be glad to help. And Brian, I and I apologize if if I misled with that question. What I really was was envisioning, like, if somebody tries to modify the blaster above for for additional performance and they break apart, was more where yeah, I was where I, I was thinking. And from. I think you know what I think that's where we kind of where we always have said this: that if it's under normal use and normal wear and tear, we stand by it. But we know that there's a, there's like anything um, um, is that if people. If people need an extra handle or one of the or foregrip or something like that down the road, those those could be you know made available, but that's not in the plans uh, for uh, the year one launch of, pro, of the Pro Series. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, you mentioned that you were going to be uh, one of the first things after the Mark One that you're going to be focusing on was getting standalone mags and and whatnot out and available, um, and the half-length design that you guys came up with, um, I, I think when Drek did his Twitch stream, he showed that it was somewhat cross-compatible with one of the other half-length mags that's currently available on the market. Um, did Is that just happenstance, or were you going for some cross-compatibility there? How, how did you guys come to that particular design? I think it's a little... I think, I think that we make sure that uh, we... we our design was, you know, it was not intentional. I'll say that for sure, not to be intentional. Um, but we do know that uh, there's so much there's so much product out there. So for our ability 
to create uh, some cross compatibility by um, by uh, by chance is 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 a benefit, but it wasn't necessarily uh, set out to do that. So gotcha. Um, and it, going along the uh, the magazine uh, line of thought, you guys have pretty much stayed away from magazine blasters. Um, to the best of my knowledge, with like your in-store line, um, is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. This is our first magazine blaster that we've uh, have uh, produced. Uh, we had a a the Havoc, which was kind of a a, a, cl- uh, a clip kind yeah. of cl- clip style blaster, but not a magazine, yeah. not a ma- true magazine. I think I remember so, that yeah. one. Yeah. So if the Dart Zone Pro magazine does well for you guys, do you think that we'll see that bleed over into the main line? Would you think you guys might uh, explore doing magazine blasters at that point, or would you? There's a chance. I mean, I think I said I think it's we got to start. We had to we had to start somewhere, and I think that the uh, um, there's just different. There's different. There's 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 room for both. Number one, you know, we understand that, and I think it's. Magazines don't always deliver the highest capacity that we can deliver uh, in a small footprint. Um, uh, so, you know, it's kind of a balancing act. But I do think it, I do think it's something that we should look at, and I, th- and I hope we do very soon. So, so if you were to expand out and keep making magazine-fed blasters, would you make them compatible with um, Nerf magazines? Yeah, I think that's I think that's the natural evolution. Is when we started doing darts themselves, the darts had to be universal with you know. Um, most standard blasters in the market and i think that's um our, some of our other competitors are doing the same and we would definitely follow suit yeah because i remember what was it who did the bug attack is that x shot yes. yes and those were not nerf compatible and they sunk very very quick yeah just because they weren't compatible with anything else and it only like that crossbow only came with one magazine uh, and that's the same issue that hasbro uh, was battling with the um what is that? The Scout, because you can't get that magazine anywhere. Yeah, else. and so, it, it sunk. Yeah, so having the uh, availability of extra magazines is definitely huge in, yeah. in in the in the hobbyist area, if not, you know, the general public who's picking one up off the shelf. You know, pa- parents don't necessarily think about that type of thing when they're buying one for their kid for their birthday, but uh, you know, someone like us who's who's going out to an event and they need to be able to reload quickly, or they're going to get tagged out and have to put their blaster away for the rest of the day. Um, re, you know, extra magazines is a is a big thing. Well, and also, regardless, Nerf has set a precedent. They've set a standard for magazines, and if you don't go along with that standard, you're you're not going to be able to really function. Yeah, you're not going to be able to put um, out magazine-fed blasters. We nobody wants to go the route of uh, of Boonco, which is you introduce a new uh, uh, dart that wasn't compatible with other blasters and. Uh, your line doesn't uh, see year two, so I think there's, there's, there's basically there's, there's a cons- you have to be sc- consumer friendly uh, in mind in, in all your decision, all your development decisions as much as possible, and um, you know, it it, pay, it it pays dividends over time. Okay, uh, crap! I had a question. I'm trying to think about what my question was now. All right, I I have to side rail us for a second. Um, Drac just uploaded a video of the Dart Zone Destructor. Is, was, was this at End War? I don't Do I? I don't recognize that from End War. Yeah, it wasn't anymore. Uh, just, our whole uh, product line was um, um, 
at uh, at Inmore that's going to be for new items that are going to be in store first of August. And I think actually that we gave um, uh, an exclusive review of that uh, to Phone from Above. So uh, a good friend of ours for a long time was uh, got the uh, the first uh, look at that and um, back in June. So yeah, that, that, that basically that is our uh, next version of a Easy Load Dart Hopper. Um, the command fire, which was at uh, was the Adventure Force branded blaster in 2018, has now been upgraded and also um, to uh, to a higher rate of fire, but also a little smaller, more friendly size uh, for uh, for play. It looks fierce. I, I'll be excited. Mm-hmm. To, I, I w- sorry I missed that one. Um, you just w- made me very happy with. Dart, and that item, that item is a that item is a Target exclusive. It's only going to be available at Target, and it comes with uh, thirty as uh, a uh, thirty waffle tip darts, and it is a twenty nine ninety nine retail. So if you are want to check it out, I think it's actually available online already for for purchase. I'm on, on the website right now. <laughs> um, the one that I'm excited that I got to take a look at for a minute um, is the I think it's called the Liberator. Which is yes, the, Liberator. The yes. ballistic ops. It look, kind of looks like a Mossberg shotgun. I was about to say I'm really excited for them. I'm going to buy like eight. <laughs> Connor, that might be a really good one for the That's the, one of the ball blasters, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm really pumped for that. Yeah. yeah. Pumped? pumped? No, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for those. I'm excited. I, we I, just made the switch over to the Dart Zone darts uh, about a month ago. I, I love them. They're yeah. great. Um, we, we go through about 4,000. Is <laughs> Brian, is the Liberator on shelves yet? I mean, that is a Walmart.com exclusive. Oh, so that okay. is, um, it's only going to be available for uh, for sale on Walmart.com. It won't be in stores, but uh, that item, I would, I, um, I, I'll probably put. We'll probably go ahead and put post a link out uh, to that uh, to that to that uh, product page, and so people can keep on checking back when it goes live and for available for purchase. But that should be uh, very soon. Um, and uh, I'm looking for uh, it right now. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll uh we'll definitely keep an eye out because i i'm very oh, I'm excited to to get my it it's it's all self-contained so it I'm seems like one. it'd be a very great uh you know throw in a pouch and have as a backup or uh you know it, good for here because you don't have to worry about uh, reloading the magazine cause, i don't care so brian i i keep referring to the uh the dart club as as you know not being very good with magazine blasters, the the game types that that Connor does with his parties here are very uh, quick paced, short games. So it doesn't give you a lot of time to reload magazines because you're taking extra time in between rounds. So uh, front loading blasters or um, you know like uh, things where you don't have an additional thing to load and then put into the blaster always do very well that you can top off. You know, like like the super drop. And uh, I mean, thinking about that, like the the item that from us that's coming out and stored now is. The Adventure Force uh, Savage Spin, which is uh, which is a, a flywheel uh, drum blaster, um, and it is holds 45 rounds, so it's so it's like a magnum on steroids, um, and that's also going to be has um, you know we we've, we've listened to everybody in the community talking about um, you know the purpose of having rev triggers uh, on our motorized blasters, so that that's one of our uh, new features for that uh, motorized blaster. And that's something I'm saying. It's it's an also a front-loaded blaster, so it's self-contained. It's got a it's got a expandable stock built into the blaster, so you've got everything you need to uh, uh, to lay down some foam pretty easily right there and on the blaster itself. 
I, I think our friend Brian from Blaster Hub uh, had one of those at a, a park where we went to recently. That's the one with the three smaller barrels that rotate, correct? Or yes, cylinders. the triple drum. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I actually have a question pertaining to that. So have you have you guys publicly said what FPS it's hitting? I just want to make sure before uh, you say anything. No, I don't. I, I think I think I'll think most of our blasters are are, are, are tested to deliver uh, over well over 80 85 but i don't this, I, ha- I have not i've not put that on a chronograph myself so this one's hitting 100 fps out of box the one that brian, <laughs> the one that brian had yeah the one that brian which is stock mind you so it's it he was saying it's because you guys put six double a's in it is that why you put in six double a's so you'd be getting more power out of it well i think for us we've been, we've been doing six double a blasters for a long time going back to the scorpion uh, and it's That's kind true. of like you know we know that that's the right uh, uh, the right combination of power supply and for and and, and ease of use. I mean, cons- I know that the rival the, the rival blasters in our uh, tactical strike and ballistic exhaust blasters motorized have to use D cell batteries for their uh, the required power. Those are not easily accessible uh, around the house. So staying with AA batteries and Throwing six of them in there and making sure you get the right battery life and the right performance, you just you know that's kind of our go-to now. And they're substantially heavier too, the D-cell batteries. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do add some. They do add, do add a, a, a little bit of weight. So. <laughs> but if you guys are coming out with a blaster that holds 45 darts in three separate cylinders, so you can be topping off the other two while you're firing out of one, that is getting 100 FPS out of box. You guys might have just gotten best blaster of 2019 <laughs> right off the bat just with this because that's that's should what we was, just go, the we just go home and yeah, uh, like, just, pack, like, pick up feet, just <laughs> pick, pick up your feet call it a day because what yeah. was the super drum hitting that was hitting like 80 fps probably yeah. and that was best blaster of 20 what 17 18 yeah, 2017 and so you guys have up to the ammo capacity up the fps and uh i didn't actually hold it tim did you hold it i didn't get a chance to no brian have you have you held the What's this oh yeah, again? yeah. I mean, it's Sound um, spin. I've got Sound one spin. sitting in my office floor here, and it's basically not any bigger than a um, um, an, an enforcer or something similar to that when it's fully assembled. So it's uh, do you, it's do you find it comfortable? Good. Hmm. Do you find it comfortable? Yeah, I think it's actually one of our, especially when the when the extended stock is is pulled out. I think it's one of our most uh, uh, you know complete blasters for you know you know for all ages and all and, and all uses so you know it gives you that chance to shoot with one hand also if you need to turn into a primary and, and you know you have and it does have uh a, like our blasters do most time they do have a um a tactical rail on top so you can add accessories to that too now i i'm sorry if this has already been asked but what's the retail price for that that is a 29.99 retail, Such and that will be available at Wal- uh, uh, most WalMarts. I'm picking one up. Like, Such that's, a great value. I'm picking one up. Because <laughs> com- for me, comfort's everything. Yeah. If it's not comfortable, I'm not going to use it. I think that's it, like anything. It's like anybody who buys, uh, you know, who buys anything. If it's not something that makes you feel good or it makes you want to keep it in your hands long, uh, long time, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm- you know, I've I've gotten rid of blasters because I I couldn't stand to to use it. It looked cool in concept, or it had a great uh, you know reloading mech or something. But if I it wasn't comfortable for me to use, I there's no point in it. And I think that item's actually in stores now. Um, so like, like uh, Walmart and Target about 
the first week of August, um, depending upon the part of the country you're in, um, if it's back to school or not at that time, um, are going to uh, um, have their new toy modulars uh, um, being set. So um, we that that one that one I have seen people have already started to buy that one last week who who got it came into stores early. Uh, I think our um, uh, Brian from um, Blaster uh, Blaster Blaster Labs um, was actually did buy one himself. I hadn't I actually don't have a lot of extra stock this year to you know share with um, influencers. So I think he was was, I was surprised he just put that out. I saw that last night myself, uh, and uh, he must have picked one up in store as well. He's he's very good about that. Yeah, I've been having my own all Walmart troubles this week, so I'm not too happy with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian. Be nice, to, be, be nice to your Walmart managers, as I'll always say. So, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Brian from Blaster Hub is not too far away from us, so he tends to come up to a lot of our club's events here in Detroit, uh, which is great because we've, we built a relationship with him. We get to see uh, you know, some of the sneak peeks that he does and some of his personal pet projects, which are always amazing. Um, so he, he's, except, he, except when they're fire hazards, <laughs> which is most of the time. Well, that was an extremely old blaster that he did that he, with. He's a, he's a fire hazard. <laughs> he's not. But it, we uh, we always enjoy uh, seeing. I mean, I think I think he did. I think he gave it a ten out of ten, which I was like really 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 uh, happy to see. So that's uh, um, I've shared that with our internal team, and they've been very they were very happy to hear. Good. I'm I'm excited to try it out in hand. Um, I wanted to kind of go on a side tangent for a second, and I don't know how much you'll be able to go into detail, but uh, there's always some speculation, I guess, or, or um, uh, estimating what the actual answer to this is. But what what's uh, Dart Zones really like? How does your relationship with Walmart work? Because I know that some of your products are sold in Walmart stores under the Adventure Force brand you know, with no real mention of Dart Zone other than, you know, the, the fine print text that says, uh, you know, developed by Dart Zone and Primetime Toys. How, do, how does that all work? Well, I think it's, um, as, as you see with um, all types of uh, retail, is that people, that, that certain suppliers are making the concerted effort to build their own uh, product brands and up and down the aisle uh whether you go to costco or whether you go to target or walmart that's kind of like the uh, it's a trend in retail and toys has always had that kind of uh uh trend as well but the thing about it is that we we partnered with them in 2016 and said people don't want to pay people when they buy even if they buy something that's not a branded blaster like like Nerf or Dart Zone, they don't want to expect less. They want, I mean, they they wanted to perform. So, like we we were um, very very excited that they that Walmart gave us the opportunity to be the uh, dedicated supplier to launch the Adventure Force Dart Blaster brand. And um, you know, and we you know, we work you know we like anything. It's we have to behave like any other supplier or any other uh, toy company. We need to make sure that we didn't deliver innovative product at the right price, meet everybody else's goals. But together, we know we, we have a, uh, uh, a, an invested interest in making sure that the products uh, uh, have longevity. And um, it's just, you know, it's just something that uh, uh, probably doesn't get discussed a lot of, just 
discussed a lot about openly within like you know the toy industry, but it's kind of like an unwritten you know understanding. Um, but you know, like I know we have uh, we have some of our competitors that also sell products under Adventure Force, and you know sometimes it's a little bit confusing to the consumer, so that's why we make sure that we do. You know, we treat every single blaster that we develop like it's our own. It's our own Dart Zone blaster, and we make sure that people, um, you know, know there's a difference. Yeah, so. and, and I was going to ask about that because I know that, uh, you know, you can get, you know, some of what is also on shelves as Dart Zone in the Adventure Force line. But, like, a, as an example, the um, X-Shot Turbo Advance, I think, is marketed in the um, Adventure Force line. Now... When that type of stuff happens, is it compartmentalized or like, will they? Does Walmart, when they package that stuff up, is there any potential for like you to have the um, the X Shot Blaster with the dart, uh, the Adventure Force uh, Dart Zone Waffle Darts, or, or do they keep your products completely separate and they just end up having the the same brand name on them? I think I think it's I think it's the way manufacturing does. There's not a lot of um, co-packing or co- um, you know, combining different products from different suppliers, it just it just just doesn't make make logistical sense. Um, but you know, we um, uh, we make sure that uh, you know that when we develop blasters that are partic- that are specifically for uh, Avenger Force, um, that they are kind of become exclusives uh, to a certain degree uh, or uh, to uh, to Adventure Force, so you don't see a lot of our we don't see a lot of our blasters that are Adventure Force blasters also under the Dart Zone brand as well. So that that's something too that we actually have taken additional effort into uh, prioritizing. Um, and um, you know, I think it's paying. I think it's making sure that the consumer reduces confusion, but also make sure that the, that we are the best partners and some and some and supporters for. Um, you know, our, our retailers. I, I guess I hadn't really thought about that, but you're right. I, there isn't really uh, much that crosses over from Dart Zone to Adventure Force. Well, Correct. I learned something today. <laughs> I learned a lot today, but I learned something unexpected today. So, um, well, Brian, I, I think I've covered everything. Oh, Tom's holding up his finger. He has something else he wants to ask. You know, I told you I wasn't going to ask any dumb questions. Oh, gosh, Tom. I'm obligated. Okay. So, Brian, at End of War, I asked, I asked some very not blasting, nerf or blaster-related questions. Or do you think you can handle them? Yeah, I can try. I don't, I don't remember them, but I off the top of my head. But yeah, I don't think well, I asked you shoot. guys. But so. so, if you could be any breakfast food, what would you be? Oh, I think it's easy. I think you got to go for uh, Sasha's biscuit. You know, I, you no know. one's given me that answer. No one's given me that answer. Really? Come I on. Yeah, I think answer. it's basically. It uh, it can be, I mean, it basically can be a lie. You know, you you have you know what you're gonna get, but does it mean that you can't get like a really like deluxe crafted biscuit? Yeah, I'm talking to a guy from the south, and who's, who loves southern food, or you can get something that you know is um, convenient and good, and you know when there's a bad one. So yeah. it's not oh, like yeah. it's like pizza. You know, and it's got to be like it's got to be pork gravy. If you get that beef gravy, it's get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is your third favorite dinosaur? Third favorite dinosaur. I don't care about your first. I can remember three of them. Um, I would say uh, the Velociraptor. That's your third favorite. I want to know your first two. 
No, that, the first two are relevant. We just I'm want to know the interested first. now. Okay, right. okay, first two, I guess. I think the T-Rex is the is the iconic one. I'm that's a marketing kind of guy, so I like things that people know what you're getting into. And then I think the, um, the Triceratops is kind of like an underrated one. He's, right, uh, you know. Tim, were there any other questions I asked? I honestly don't remember. Oh... I don't remember. I don't. There were there were some good ones though. Those I, are, those I was too favorite. busy chasing after you so that the recording yeah, was, device didn't get uh, uh, didn't stringline somebody. I'm trying to think of there. Oh, also, um, fact check. So we talked about the Power Strike 48 about what it retailed at. We guessed like 40 or 50. It retailed for 30. Wow. It was 30 dollars. Also, I found out that there's a Quick Fire 24. I had no idea that existed. I had heard about that one before. Yeah, it was a it was a short lived blaster. Not a very long, not a very. Uh, uh, large quantity produced kind of love that. the same mechanism i think i love time. that i kind of want one <laughs> just gotta find same. one uh i don't think i think that was all my questions yeah like, you had other ones but I, we, we weren't really answered we won't like uh, I, I asked how i was wondering like how you guys view the community oh, and you i I, was, I thought you were talking about your your silly no, no, questions no. i'm uh, talking about like my genuine questions like how I, you guys interact with the community but you you've already said that you guys actually pay attention to what we say yeah and i appreciate that yeah i mean i think i think I think in, in, in anything that we have uh, worked on is that we gotta know, you gotta know you gotta know all versions of your audience and sometimes like I give I want to say thank you guys for being the most vocal part of the audience because you guys are active you uh, are interesting uh, you do things that uh, are visual compelling you know we we learn things from you guys as much as you you learn from us. Uh, and then they also, we also know that you know there's a large part of our consumer that just con- you know considers us a uh, another version of a you know blank blaster, a branded blaster. But you know I feel like we're doing we're doing it the right way, which is basically we're building it from the ground up. We're building a loyal following, and then over time, uh, people will switch. That's my that's my that's that's if you if you if you're consistent in what you're doing. It's an it's 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 an easy win. So. so what you're saying is if if you build it, they will come. No. Well, All right. Okay. <laughs> well done, Tom. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I'm. Uh, um, that's it. I'm going home. Bye. <laughs> we're. Uh, it, I think I speak for at least most of the community in saying that we're thrilled that uh, a manufacturer, a toy company, is paying this amount of attention to our our small community. So. Whether whether they're interested in the the Dart Zone Pro Mark One or not, it says something that we're getting some some high level manufacturing uh, organization attention. If that makes well, sense. Well, I think I think that there's a couple things that go with that. That when we started in, uh, and it's been a, it's been a nice journey in a sense. We started in 2010 uh, with our first Dart Zone blaster. Um, I don't think YouTube or social media was uh, that uh, was still in its infancy. So we've we've been able to build a lot of good friendships organically, and and uh, and we you know it just made sense it made sense for us to take uh, our design prowess and build something that was that um, Dart Zone Pro. It's basically the hopefully the go-to blaster for pro level uh, pro level performance. And um, you know, start a new chapter. You know what? If you're not inventive, if you're not innovative, if you're not taking a few risks along the way, it's not fun. So, you know what I really think speaks volumes about you guys as a company? The fact that, What's that? You're, the fact that you're in this interview right now. 
the fact you were willing to sit down with us for an, almost an hour and uh, you know, like just shoot stuff about the Dart Zone Pro. Like the fact that you're willing to sit down and talk to us. And tell us what your third favorite dinosaur is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. I, 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 I would sit there and say, I mean, you know what, I, that's, we probably would not have been able to connect if I w- or, or would have not crossed paths and have been so natural and easy to do if I wasn't, it wasn't we weren't, you know, at Inwar. Uh, and I think that's one of the next things for us to do is to get other events on our list. And, uh, and we, you know what, if people have, uh, you know, I can't, I, can't, I can't make promises, but I said, you know, it's on our agenda to, to be more visible in the community. So if you know, people have something they want us to, uh, to uh, promote or to be, you know, to, to talk about, Send us. We're glad. You know, uh, we're glad to give back. And uh, you know what? You know, it. We have to. Basically, we have to work together. You know. So. Now you you didn't play in either of the you you haven't played in any of the end wars, have you? No, I have not. And I think it's. I think that's the next step. And yeah, I'm not saying um, you plan on it because that'd be that'd be that'd be yeah, a way to get I, you out I of the community. I think that's guaranteed. You you will see us. Um, I think you will have a dart zone. Uh, Squad. Supported team uh, at uh, in war next year for sure. I think I think it always been timing schedules. Uh, you know we're uh, we're still a small small group, and you know between attending that event and doing um, some other events that we have that we already had scheduled. But I think we're going to block that out and make sure that we do uh, we uh, get to do the fun part next year. I think that'd be a huge way to get you yeah. even more so ingrained in the community. I, I'd I'd love to fling some foam with you. That'd be great to see you on the battlefield next year yeah and i will i'll make sure that uh i uh i do some pra- I, I, I practice up because the fact one of the things is that i come to these events and like i've seen the build outs the loadouts that people put on put them are getting bigger and better and more impressive so we're gonna have to bring our a game for sure well with something like the uh, savage spin you'll have uh, yeah i'm looking uh, forward to that easy blaster to pick up and go at it now quick question about that are the uh can you remove the cylinders? Mm-hmm. They are. They're oh. interchangeable. I did so, not know that. So you could just carry around a bunch better. of... That's, that's a, once again, a game changer. Wow, okay. Tom's I, buying three. <laughs> I might have to. So. Well, if they're retailing for only 30 bucks, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, Brian, I, I, I think we'll uh, let you get out of here because I, I think it's, it's just about quitting time where you are probably passed at this point but uh we really appreciate you being on with us and and answering all of our questions hobby related and not yeah and we and, hope to uh, stay in contact with you yeah i uh, and like i said we'll uh, if uh if you guys um will have me back we'll do um next time we got new blasters reveal i'll uh, be glad to come on and talk about them that'd be fantastic i look forward to it and i look forward to getting the mark one in my hands uh as, you know um so i can you know, give my actual impressions of it and, and let everybody know what they missed out on if they didn't back it. We'll go easy on you. <laughs> nah, I'm excited. Well, I appreciate that. All right, I look Brian. forward to doing the same. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you the next time. Okay, guys, so that was a pretty pretty neat interview, totally not recording this after the fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> so shout-outs. Yeah, Eric, you were really silent during yeah. that interview. Yeah, um, I got, you know, my mouth. Somebody just duct taped my mouth shut, and I couldn't say anything. That's unfortunate. But I, I, Michelle kidnapped now, you? Yeah. <laughs> what are okay, you so going to do? We're, gonna, we're just going to go ahead and do shout-outs real quick. Yeah. Do you, want, uh, do you want me to start? Go ahead. 
gonna hold on, actually i'm gonna forget i know i'm gonna butcher his name if i don't look if i don't pull it up i'm gonna thank gargunkel for helping me with some 3d modeling stuff earlier this yeah it was this cool week. yeah that was nice yeah. of him. So thank you gargunkel i said yeah. i'd sh- shout you out in a youtube video yeah. but that requires me actually filming stuff <laughs> so All thank right. you i have two shout outs actually so the first shout out is to our good friend cody uh whose birthday was this past weekend and Happy tom birth. and i uh went down to Bowling Green to participate in his uh, birthday shenanigans uh, festivities. And I got to help rebuild his FDL 2 Plus that uh, was a casualty of heat because he was planning on coming up to Z13 one time and then got called into work. So I I don't know who's more excited, him or I, that he has a working FDL again. I'm sure it's him. But I, I was really happy to be able to, to help put that blaster back together for him. Um, that some of his friends yeah. helped uh, acquire the parts for. So happy birthday, Cody. Hope you, uh, you had a great one. And then my other shout-out kind of piggybacks on that, and that's to Anna uh, Kohler, one of our you know great friends and, and the former head moderator yeah, of Endwar. She's I. She's I. She's I, yes. Came up with some amazing games for Cody's birthday, uh, and one that we'll be um, stealing for Z13 is a version of Marco Polo. So we'll uh, we'll let you know how that goes after the September Z13. Hey, Eric, this one's going out this week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm putting this one out uh, as soon as I can get to a computer and edit it up. Okay, actually, guys, uh, if if you're in the area, hit us up at uh, BG Undead the 9th and 10th. We'll yeah. be there, Yeah, both, I, I, both me and Tim. Tim will just be there on Saturday the 10th, uh, probably. Tom... Yeah. Tom actually, Tom will be there on the ninth, but Tom will not be doing Mission Zero. Tom will be running around screaming on Saturday, though, probably, <laughs> and hopefully yeah. with a with a spicy surprise. Uh oh. Yeah. Connor, you got any shout outs? Uh, I just want to kind of shout out everybody really for giving me some breathing room. I've been doing a lot of restructuring at the Dark Club and just trying to put my focus on that. So I appreciate everyone uh, understanding please. and. Give me a little bit of space. I need breaks every once in a while, and a lot of a lot of high pressure stuff going on here. So on that note, on, my focus. on that note, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. I, I was okay. really glad you joined back yeah. in with us today because yeah. we, we missed you, man. We did. Yeah. No, I'm. If I'm around, I'm. Yeah, we've been missing happy. you for sure. Um, been it's been it's been missing one one fourth of the faces on our t-shirts. Yeah. So if uh, I also I'm I'm uh, sending uh, a few things up to Detroit. Uh, you know, once I uh, get back um, to South Carolina, I'm going to take care of that as soon as I have some time. And included in those be some patch t-shirts. So reach out to us on Discord if uh, you're interested in either of those items, and we'll see what we can do. Um, you can also reach out to me if they're not gone. I could probably take care of something as well. Um, so let us know if you're interested. If you're listening at this point, you, you want that kind of thing, um, hit us up and we'll give you all the details. Just please just, don't reach out to me about yeah. that. Please don't reach out to me about Eric, that. I deal with enough money. Eric, just to clarify, because you broke up for a second, patches and T-shirts, you said, correct? That's right. Um, yeah. So reach out to us on the Discord if you're interested. We haven't really settled how we're going to make those available or anything, but if, you, if you're if you one of the people who is interested in getting one of those, um, we have a few T-shirts, and I think we have every size except for small, at least one, available. Um, and patches, we have, uh, we have a stock of those right now. So... Uh, just let us know, and we can uh, we can uh, figure out something to get you hooked up there. Uh, I've been uh, I, I've been a little bit stepped back from Nerf because I'm trying to get my home situation settled. 
and uh, we've been doing a lot of work uh, just having a place to live in, you know, make it uh, make it usable. So that's there you go. Oh, I know. One more and, quick shout out. Shout, shout out to Michelle for moving because we all live longer at Z13. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't have to worry about zombies. Like, last zombie deathmatch, I literally just wanted to get out, so I just walked up and had someone tag me. After I tagged out Tim, of course. Yeah, uh, she's listening, but uh, she's not saying anything. <laughs> oh, and also uh, the obligatory send me free things. Hashtag free stuff. Hashtag free stuff. Send free me things. free things. You already forgot your phrase. No, hashtag, hashtag send me free things. What? <laughs> no, hashtag free stuff. All right, of guys. We'll, yeah. ca- we'll catch you on the next one. You guys have a good day and a good yep. night or a good afternoon. I don't care. Have a good one. Bye.